Unscripted Podcast. This is episode number five, and we have something very special for you today. My name is Alex. My name is Eric. And Eric, let's tell the people a little bit of what's going to be going on today. Um, Usually, we're going to be doing something with our guest, but today we feel like doing a little bit of an intermediate pod, and it's going to be an interview between me and Eric in a sense of how we met, how we came together to be such good friends, and the trilogy behind it of uh, the business we created, the story behind it, and what's going on with that business now, and how everything's gone to go on with it. So, Eric, if further ado, let's jump us into it. It's going to be an interesting episode, for sure. Um, You know, honestly, do you remember what year we met? 2017? 2016, maybe? Uh, no, it was. It definitely wasn't twenty sixteen. It was either twenty seventeen or eight. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say eighteen. I think eighteen yeah, is where it was. Either late seventeen or early eighteen. Was the year that we met. Um, thinking back, you know, trying to remember back, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It it doesn't. Five years now. It doesn't. Uh, Crazy. It doesn't feel like it's been five years, but hundred percent. Five hundred percent. And it's. Crazy to think about how far we both come in five years. This thing? I think I'm, I'm a lot younger than you, so in a sense... A lot. No, no well, I'm four years younger, or three and a half. Three. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah three years. Three years yeah. younger. So you've kind of, in a sense, seen me grow in an interesting way. I've seen you grow in a very interesting way because, you know, we've had... It's not much of a big gap, but it's a gap enough for us to be dealing and seeing kind of different things you know right. so it's very interesting for me to see things that go on in your life and kind of how you react to them and deal with yeah. them for instance like when we first met i would had just graduated high school you were still in high school I, so yeah, yeah i was a, we, a we, sophomore we, yeah we no no yeah. junior no, I, well, well that's the thing if it was no because even if it was late 2018 i'm still a sophomore because i don't you don't start till like next year you don't start until the summer to become a junior so even if like so for example even if we met whether it's late 2017 or early 2018 that's still the same what year, year for school. Graduate? 2020. Wow. So that's what I'm saying that would, that would that would be my sophomore year and then going like 2018 summer going to 2019 that's junior, or it would have been your junior oh, okay. year. No, you're, you're 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 right. You're right. right. It would have okay, been my junior okay. year. Yeah. So we met your junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I had just graduated high school. We met through a mutual friend of ours. Yep. Um, very good mutual friend of 100%. ours. Um, we met, I'm trying to think where we met. I could probably think of it in a sec. Had to be his basement. Had to be. Because that's, that's where everyone met. Either his basement or his, uh, the other place he used to stay. Yes, 100%, 100%. Because he, because that's, we lived in the same neighborhood at the time. So that's, it it for sure could have either been there or, um, at his dad's house. Because that's where everyone pulled up and chilled. Right. But it's it's just interesting to see that, you know, like you don't you you go into a room meeting someone that you have no intentions of doing anything further with, you know, no being friends or hanging out with them, whatever, whatever. But eventually, you start seeing this person over and over and over again. You're like, okay, what's your name? Yeah, I'm Eric. What's your name? I'm Alex. Nice to meet you, bro. And it's like, okay, and you get to know him. What do you like? I like this, this, and this. I think the reason why we clicked, and I I could be wrong. Is we were both in our friend's basement, which me and you have very similar interests. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do not. Yes. I think we both had something like I had like a Supreme shirt on. You had something designer yeah. on, and we both clicked that way. And we were like, like we, we both like getting money, and we shit. yeah we both want to grind together. Yeah. And that's that's what I was gonna say is that it got to the point of you know it's like what do you like what do you like to do go ahead, <coughs> what do you like what do you like to do and it's uh. 
it just it, it starts to be like you know i like i like to do this i like to do you know spend my time that's gonna progress my life i like to do things that i'm gonna make some money on uh and then eventually it got to the point of like you know um hey do you know about the stock market do you know about this do you know about real estate it's like dude i know all this like you know nobody's talking about this because we're so young in a sense but like that's exactly what i want to be talking about because you want to be setting yourself up for the future yeah you don't want to be worrying about it you know as you get older you want to take care of it while you're young and then and be, I, be set and i'll be frank i think you were the one that really got me into the stock market in a sense because that's i we i like to do between my friends i like to have a very friendly competition because that's the thing if your friends don't drive you to do better is it shouldn't be in a way of i have this and you don't but it should be in a way of i'm doing the same thing that you're doing but i'm doing a little bit better so why don't you catch up and do better than i am because we're in the same boat right so why not grind just grind a little bit harder do a a little bit more research maybe put a little extra more money and there you go the proof is in the pudding you know that's all it takes it's not about I'm the best at this, and I, I found the best that. No, it's just if you care enough and you want it bad enough, more than more than 100%, it will come to you. You'll get it. 100%. Um, and then touch on that. So we met a friend's house, a lot of same interests. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, that 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 one moment that, that I can... Just to get together? Yes, yes. I can't think of, think of it either. I... I'm gonna say it's probably through another mutual friend of ours. Probably. Who, um, you know what it was? What? I think it was we went to the casino. <laughs> it it was we went for when when I turned eighteen, I could finally get into Soaring Eagle. Yeah, and we, I was a gambling degenerate you, at that point you in time. Lots. That's it was good at them. All right, no, 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 no. Don't lie to the people. There's no such thing as good at slots. But the luck, luck, the luck that this guy has, beyond unreal. You would put twenty dollars in and it would print three hundred dollars out. Put fifty dollars in, put print five hundred dollars out every time. And I was like, bro, this guy has just been sitting at slot machines, just crack, crack them, crack them, crack them. Major, major, bonus, bonus. Yeah, that was a. Uh... I was gambling a lot in that point in time. I went to Washington D.C. that year. <laughs> this is a good story. <laughs> went to Washington D.C. this year, and uh, my brother is a is a lawyer for everybody who has no fucking clue because uh, right. he's a lawyer. 100%. Um, so he got honored for some award out in Washington D.C. So I I was gambling a lot then, so I went and got a, a nice three hundred and fifty dollars suit. I got fitted everything. Mm-hmm. Was driving with my parents down to Washington D.C. So took four hundred dollars with me. Mm-hmm. Every spot we stopped in each state, I grabbed new lottery tickets. Okay. I ended the up scr- com- the, the scratch off ones. Yep. I ended up coming home with a thousand dollars. No, you profited six hundred bucks. Swear, swear. My mom was getting pissed because I was doing the same thing on the way home. Like, this was a there and back thing. It wasn't just one way, one way. Yeah, every time you stopped, you grabbed them. And she was getting pissed and like. It was like, we're in Kentucky. I'm like, fuck, I just hit another 200. Can we stop? She's like, no, you're mailing it in. I'm not stopping because you're just going to keep buying tickets. So this is going to be a never-ending oh. process. Wow, so she, she was hating almost. Yeah. She, she was like, it's either you cut me in or I'm cutting you out. Right. But back to the story. So we really connected. That's how we got yeah. connected personally. <laughs> get we get sidetracked a lot. It's it's unscripted. It happens easily. Yeah. That's so another we, reason why we got along so easily. Yeah. yeah. So we we had a lot of the same interests. Yeah. 
a lot of the same hobbies. Um, I can, we, take, I can take it over from here. I was going to say, and then we, we just started hanging out a lot. And um, eventually conversations turned from one to another. And it's like, let's, you know, I'm, I'm about to be graduating. You know, at this point, I'm uh, almost 18 or I am 18. Um, it's damn near COVID time or it is COVID time. And I'm thinking, you know, what can we do? You know, like, you know, shit's slow right now. We're not really working. People are just getting all the stimulus money. You know, let's let's do something productive right now. Okay, well let's let's start some kind of business. Okay, well what? Start brainstorming some stuff. Brainstorming we some stuff. We sat on it for a couple of days. We did. We thought we listed a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we I think we even listed power washing, like you know, cleaning stuff. We listed shit that we were never gonna do. Nah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it's eventually we stumbled upon, um, you know, exotic drinks and snacks. And I mentioned to Eric that there was a company based out of California that was selling exotic drinks and snacks and they were selling them at an all-time premium i'm talking but do you remember the first time you introduced me to exotic snacks yeah and you thought you thought they were edibles and you're like like what is this stuff and i was like no we're in that same friend's basement you yes. walked in with them and we all thought you were fucking nuts man yeah you guys thought i was retarded but i i found the place that had them for the right price i wasn't gonna go or you know you waited you were paying uh you were paying uh, expensive prices, remember? I mean, yeah, but not like what that company was charging. You know, I was paying $10 a bottle, uh -huh. $8 a bottle. This company out in California was charging $40 a bottle. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I was say, that, this is the main reason I'm... You started with them, though, right? Like, that's how you got into it. No, I just always followed them on Instagram. Oh, you know, yeah. I always just, like, I always, like... Wanted to order that kind of stuff and always wanted to be like a part of that community in a sense. But it's like, that's just, just way too expensive. Like, this okay. is like the ultimate, like, dope boy package. Yeah. Like, this stuff is just way too expensive. Because that company we're talking about was. <laughs> yeah, they're known for taxing, you know? Taxing. Yeah, so they were selling those drinks for $40. They were selling Walmart cereals for $25, $30. They were selling, like, you know, these kinds of chips and those kind of chips for like $15, $20. So, you know, I brought that to Eric and I was like, if we can sell, you know, cut these prices in half and still make decent money on top of it with like good margins and still make a profit, there might be a very good potential here. And he's like, you know, Alex, we might have something here. And I'm like, Eric, I'm glad you feel the same way as I do. But just the problem is, <laughs> where the fuck we're going to order this shit? I have no idea how the fuck, where the fuck we're going to order this. And so we, you know, we come to the brick wall. And we're sitting there, we're pondering, and we're thinking, and it's like, oh. And then I look at you. Yeah, and it's, go ahead, take it over from there. I look at you, I go, Alex, I got this motherfucker on Snapchat who be selling these out of Thailand. Yep, he yep, lives in Thailand. So, I'm like, need to say, it's, Eric, how the fuck do you know someone in Thailand, okay? Well, who is this? Don't ask questions that you don't need the answer to. Eric's favorite. He's like, just one of my buddies. He'll take care of us. Like, he already sells snacks back to America, so he already knows how to deal with customs. Da, 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 da. So let's let's give it a try. All right, Eric, what do we got to lose? Let's let's order one case and let's see what happens. We order our first case. We're it two weeks, three weeks. You know, it's, besides that, man, I want to get into like the prices and everything, because because right. so many people think that like this is just so simple and it was just like you just pay and it's just like you you're getting the drinks for two dollars and you sell them for the whatever. No. We paid $280 after shipping for our case of our white peach aluminums. That There's 24 bottles to the case. 
So that was, what is it, $12 a bottle? A little less? Yeah, a little over 12 I, It's like 11 something. Yeah, something like that. So it's expensive. It was uh-huh. definitely very expensive. And like Eric said, you know, we thought, you know, it's overseas shipping. This stuff's going to take one month, two months, three weeks, four weeks. Nike, listen, listen to me. We're getting packages from Thailand faster than I'm getting my packages from Georgia, from Nike, or where the fuck your headquarters are. 48 hours. Yeah, it was 72 to 48 business hours. We had it rapidly fast, unbelievably fast. We ordered it on a Monday. It was at Eric's front door on a Tuesday morning. Unbelievable. So Eric calls me, like, you know, they're here. So what do we do now? <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's create an Instagram, okay? What, what are we going to call the Instagram? You know, that we oh, another three days of pondering. What the fuck do we call this Instagram? You know? And I was like, okay, I think that this is something that, you know, there's already a lot of people selling these in the in the city area. We were doing friends and selling a lot of these out in the city area. So we're like, okay, what better not to call it? 313 Exotic Drinks, which is for the people that don't know, 313 is the Detroit area code. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We'll, we're going to rep the city. We're going to put it out there. And we're going to make the Instagram 313 Exotic Drinks. Create the Instagram. All of our boys support us. Everyone follows us. You know, I create a private store. You create a private store. And we just start selling it on our Snapchat. Yeah. And... So believe it or not, like, you know, I, I genuinely could not believe it because I was the doubter in the beginning. You know, I was like, I was not all about this. I don't want to, I'm very skeptical on this. I don't want to put my money into this because it's not going to work well. And I, we ordered the first case and I think within two weeks we had the whole case gone. All 24 bottles. Yeah. Uh, two weeks. <clears throat> Three max. Yeah, I, w- I don't even think it was two weeks. That we sold, sold them fast. You know, right. we, were, we were selling them quick. And we were selling those bottles at $30 a can. And if you're grabbing multiple, you're getting them at like $25, $20 a piece. Yeah, we were taxing. We, we were, but we, but we were beating that other company's exactly. prices. Exactly right, because they were selling them for thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So that's when people came to me and they're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing selling a drink for $30? Or the other response is, how high or how drunk is this how drunk is this drink going to get me? Right. Not at all. Not at all. It's just... And then import a drink from a complete different country with a completely different ingredients, way better ingredients for you, not something you can get locally. And it's a nostalgia. It's a, it's a uh, not nostalgia, but what, what's the other, uh, oh, novel, it's a novelty item, you know? And so, yeah, exactly. So the people that are buying it, they're looking for that exclusive kind of stuff. Yeah. It's the same thing with Gucci. You know, if you want an average belt, you're not going to go to Gucci to go get a belt. You're going to go to Nicole's, JCPenney, you're going to go find the most simplest belt that you like, the brown belt. Thirty-seven ninety-nine. You're happy. You're gonna walk out of there. You're going to Gucci just get that big G on there, and your 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 belt's starting at three forty-nine ninety-nine, three hundred and forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Right, and that belt that costs thirty-seven probably costs more to make than that. Probably, yeah, damn right, exactly. So it just comes down to that, and so we sold all of our cases. We sold the whole case. We sold all the drinks. It was this drink right here, but in a bigger form, and it's the OG. You like, <laughs> and so it started a lot. It, it, it did. It definitely did. And so, order that case, sell it, get a bunch of people to start to get familiar with it. And you start having a lot of people reach out to us. It's like you know, I hear you're the guys with the exotic drinks and the exotic snacks. Like you know, what else you got? So now we're at the point. It's like okay, Eric, let's order three cases mm-hmm. because it's the drinks. Because the drinks are where we're really moving. And um, eventually, we just get to the point of ordering the cases and the cases are going out so we ordered three cases drinks sell out we have three new flavors and they're out in probably like a month it was the these uh it was these white peaches again it was, it was yeah. the white peach that you have over here yeah and then i think a lychee 
I was gonna say the lychee. Yes, it was. Yes, it was the lychee that and something else. I don't think it was the white peach uh, china. It was the blue. It was the, the blue jasmines. Yeah, blue jasmines. Okay, yep, yeah, those those ones. So what are those three? Again, those fly off the shelves instantly. With those where we got a little bit cheaper, so we sold those for like twenty dollars or like two for fifteen something or uh, two for thirty something right. like that. So it gets to the point of like people are like, okay, like what else can you offer? And like you know, this is where you can take over from this part. So so people were asking like, what else can we offer? Uh-huh. We we're starting to get drinks. Uh, we're still new to the game. We weren't really sure on what uh, snacks to bring in necessarily. We only had four cases of drinks. Yeah, we right. don't know about anything else. We had four cases of drinks, never tried any of the snacks or anything. Mm-hmm. So me and Alex came up with this bright idea. Instead of just ordering a single case of one whole snack, the company that we were, um, or the wholesaler that we were ordering through at the time offered a value pack. Um, so I believe we got 50, 60 different snacks. No, bro. It was, it was I think it was 100 different items. That we got for like 300 or 400 bucks. So it was just like a mix of everything. It was one of each item. And we paid probably like 3 or $4 each item. It was just for us to like... To li- try. Li- yeah, literally just try and sample so we know what to order. We've never just right. seen any of this shit. Right. And to, and to really know what we're selling. Mm-hmm. Try what we're selling. And then ultimately we, we... That box came in a couple days. We called up Alex. I'm like, hey, Alex, box is here on the front porch. What are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. Alex is like, do you remember what we did? I remember. Alex is like, all right, listen, I'm going to be there in a couple hours. Blah, blah, blah. We get to my garage. We're sitting in my garage. Whip out this massive box yeah. with a hundred plus snacks. Probably like two feet, three feet tall. No, two feet tall, by like two feet wide. Give right. And we just start diving in, and trying this, lobs. The best part, man. And I pulled up with my handy dandy notebook. I said, Eric, oh, yes. we're keeping notes of every single yes. one because we can't forget. I made a whole diagram. My opinion for the, I rated it on taste. Uh, if I would buy it and then overall like the packaging, like if it was like a good packaging or not, if it's something like that small, big, whatever, whatever. We had it down to the knockers. We had it, everything down to the detail. I think after our 30th, 40th snack, I was about to throw up. Yeah. I was done. I've tried so much junk food. I was just like, I can't do this. Lobster roll this. Well, that's the thing, shrimp. Yeah. Crab roll. That's what I'm it's like, junk food. It's, it's the flavors that we were trying. It's like squid paste, this, that. Right. Doritos, chili, heat, um, this, that. Look, I'm looking at some chips I have right in front of me. <coughs> Lay's, Lay's rib. Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue rib. rib. Mm-hmm. You don't see that here in the United States, and it's it's crazy. Lay's lobster roll, like these that. Are, these are insane. That's the type of shit we were trying uh-huh. the first night, and I was like, Alex, I don't, I don't know, man. There's, I don't know if we could sell this. It, like, it's intense, bro, because it's it's nothing you can compare it to because you can't go into Walmart, Kroger, and whatever, and be like, oh, those are the squid chips that I had before, or like those are the crab chips I had. No, they don't have that. It's just barbecue. Like the craziest stuff they have is like dill pickle. Or like mustard, or like you know, like those exclusive ones that they do, like the limited edition. You know, I fit yesterday. I was at Aldi. Aldi. <laughs> I found Cheerio chips. Oh really? Really? Yeah. I almost had a heart attack, Alex. How much were they selling them for? Five ninety nine. Nah. Uh, oh, the small bags. Nah. 
The the Orion ones? Yeah. The mine ones? The red. I'll pull a picture. No, no, no. They weren't like it, they weren't like from a different country, but but they're churro chips. I've seen churro chips and like made from an American company. Before we get sidetracked again, <laughs> and so we ordered that box. We started ordering a bunch of snacks, and you know we so slowly started growing the Instagram, and eventually we get to the point where we're kind of at you know we're going up, 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 and we kind of reach like our steady point, and we're like you know kind of going down down the peak again so it's like you know what do we do it'll go back up and before you know it we have someone reach out to us on instagram what is it clancy's i've never seen those they're delicious you bought them yeah i'll have have to check them them out but yeah so before you know it you know we're figuring out how are we going to get more items because people are getting sick and tired of just offering the same stuff We, we know we've been doing the same thing for a couple months Time to switch up the menu. We got to switch into different countries and in different areas and see if this is really about it or not. Right. So we trying to figure out what we can do. We're searching for different places. And before you know, we have someone who DMs us on Instagram. Got answered. Like we asked and got answered. It was the craziest thing ever. I, I truly, it was a truly blessed moment that I could, that's all I could say. And it's, a fitting moment too, because we weren't sure if we were gonna get scammed. A hundred percent, because it's there's not many people in this market doing what we were doing, so we didn't know. Like it's not something you can just go on Instagram now and just type in exotic, and like thirty different companies come up. Right. You know, like it's this was very hard to like, you know source and figure out how to build a basis on. So this guy reached out to us, and he's telling us that he's a big distributor, um, you know, uh, internationally, and he. Can help us. He can offer us all different kinds of items, whether it's from Europe, from Korea, from Canada, uh, China, etc. He he had the craziest catalog, and it's just like too good to be true. Like you know, like you can't even believe it. So you know, me being the hard head that I am, I tell Eric, Eric, we're not spending any money with him. This is this is we're not doing it. We're not gonna do any. So Eric's telling me, you know, how how are we gonna grow this? We have to take the risk somehow. So I'm like, okay. If this guy wants to work with us, he'll send us like a sample order, right? And that's what we told him. We're like, okay, before we start doing business with you, I want to see like that you actually have the products that you can offer, da, 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 da. Send us a sample. You know, me and Eric are thinking we're going to get, you know, maybe one case, two case at max. At max. He hooked it up. <laughs> oh, he hooked it up. Oh, he hooked it up, bro. He sent, I think, maybe... Six cases of drinks and maybe three or four like mis- like mixed cases of all different kinds of snacks, so like all different kinds of stuff, and it was baffling to see that like, th- to see like all, like four different countries all in front of me, just like all this kind of different kinds of things. Have you ever a- have you ever um, asked yourself like, what if we never decided to answer him? No, I've actually never asked myself. I've never I've actually never like, thought of that. Like I'm sure. We were still kept going, but but would we be? How would it? How would have it have went? Would have went slower, faster, better, worse. That's the thing. Cause like really, it, like we asked and like someone answered. No, cause he he expedited the whole process. Like he right. Like, he made us able to go from point one to five very quickly. Like we, we were like wandering around with our head on our shoulders for like two or three days 100%. and then we had it figured it out I think it was even longer than that and then he finally just you know right. reached out of nowhere right but like typically 
I mean, we've started other businesses. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a while to to pick up the pace and find the right people to work with. To because to my knowledge, you're still working with this guy today. Yeah, I, I am. I am still working with this guy. We'll get into that later. But it's just crazy to say because that's before like before we like, when we really started this. It was just in my garage. I have a fridge in my garage, as you know, I'm sure a lot of people do. That was it. We put our 15, 20, 40 drinks in there. Mama got pissed every time she opened it up and was trying to find her drinks, and she could only find mine. But eventually, we outgrew that. We started getting all those cases. We got the snacks. Now we put a rack up in my basement. We moved down to the basement. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you were still living at your apartment. And we put a rack up in your in your closet, in your coat closet. Yep. And that's that's We had to make it work. Went from the basement to the garage. And that's where we would take our videos down there. We would unload down there. Like, you know, We would uh, pack down there. We would do everything down there. And it was just really interesting to see because that was like the true grind down there. It was like the true hustle. Because it's like Amazon didn't start in a fucking warehouse. It started in someone's garage. Facebook didn't start in some IT in Silicon Valley. It started in someone's bedroom. You yeah. know, like yeah, all of these companies. So it's just really interesting to see on like the humble beginnings of it. Of how it began and how it went to be. And it's just interesting to say that uh, that guy, the relate, like you could, you you know about. I want you to touch base a little bit more. And you know, like the relationship that we had with that guy it was very interesting. It was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like you said earlier, touch on it a little bit. I was very skeptical at first. I had never done anything through Instagram. Yeah. I'd never bought anything through Instagram. Never, let alone someone from a different country. Let alone food. Instagram, yeah, let alone food. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was very, very skeptical at first because I looked at Alex I was like, because if I remember correctly, this guy didn't even have a profile picture when he reached out to us. Still does doesn't to this day. Still does. Okay, exactly. I so I looked at Alex. I, I, was, I was like, Alex, boy. Like, and, and if you're seeing this, I, don't take this no, wrong that's way. That's my dog. That's my dog. He told me why he does that. That's my dog. I, I, I looked at Alex. I was like, dude, like. I don't even know, like, we don't even know. He doesn't even have a profile picture. Like, and we we just ultimately came to that risk and that decision to take the risk. Well, he eased our decision to take the risk by helping us with sending that package out for us to kind of a tester out for us. Well, I'll see what's that even Because I don't, I don't know if you remember. I was, I was extremely skeptical. I was a lot more skeptical than you were because I'm a type of person who's very, I don't want to say I'm tight on my money, but I don't play with my money. I don't throw it willy-nilly, you know? I don't I don't like to just have fun with it. Eric, oh. at, you know, Eric, at the time, you you, were, you, were, you had some more money than I did, so you were able to, you know, be a little bit more flexible with it. So I was a lot more skeptical. 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 Uh. So you're telling me, Alex, there's the only way we're going to find out if it's going to work is if we do it. We can You can tell me uh, we're going to get scammed, this, this, that, all you want, but we won't know until you try so, all right, we coughed up. You know, I think we both coughed up 400, 500 bucks, and we did our first, like, $1,000 order that I was terrified to do. Terrified. I was like, Alex, it's going to be all right, man. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to try to go back to my camera roll to find you some of the videos to upload later. No. I had just came across the first case that we ever bought yeah. yesterday. That was this today. I'm talking about, like, eventually it got to, let's, I'll jump forward a little bit, but eventually it got to the point, you know, we realize we're the only ones doing this. And a lot of people are really enjoying this. So why don't we start wholesaling these cases a little bit? Eric, my garage was full. I remember we would have 30, 
50, 70 cases coming at a time because we're all lining them up for wholesaling. We'd fill up my whole garage all in a nice row, all stacks of four all the way down. Mm-hmm. Just cases and cases. And that's, you know, that became the grind. It's just like, you know, door-to-door salesmen. It was like, you know, we're hitting up all these shops on Instagram. We're messaging all these people. To do consignments. Well, that, that's, that's, that's something that... I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Touch base a little bit about that because a lot of people don't even know what a consignment is. Well, so consignment, first off, I'm sure he's never going to watch this podcast, but shout out to to Twan for giving us a, sh- for Twan, giving us a OSS, chance. OSS Detroit, now in uh, Ferndale, I believe. Y'all go check him out. If it wasn't for him helping us out and having a humble beginning, I don't. I'm, that's another thing. I'm not sure how far we would have gone without him. Yeah. So, Twan, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate you, Twan. And uh, he put us in contact with some other people too, which, again, like not sure where we'd be without him that's... taking a chance on us, really. Um, so, what consignment is to answer your question? Consignment is, for example, you walk into my store, mm-hmm. right, and you have 20, 30 products in your hand, mm-hmm. right, and you walk into my store and you say, "Hey." I want to sell these products on, in your store and give you a cut of it at the end of it. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a front in a sense. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's kind of like you're fronting them the product and they're taking a piece of the back end while you're still correcting profit uh-huh. and making money. Yeah, because you're... You, you, in a sense, like you're renting some of their space. Like, correct. you know, like you're putting up some products and they're shelving. And then, like, let's say, for example, they sell the drink for $10, you know, they get a little cut and then you receive your collection. Right. C- cigarette game. Exactly. So, you know, that's, it was a lot of that kind of hustle is, you know, it's finding, because a lot of people didn't necessarily understand the market yet. A lot of people didn't understand how a drink could be sold for nineteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine. 99 That was an unexisting thing. You know, like liquor was only being sold at that price. Beers were only being sold at that price. So it doesn't make sense. So eventually, you know, we have to convince people and, you know, take our own risk with consignment and, you know, taking that front with pe- or putting that front with people, putting it in stores and seeing if it will sell, seeing like we know what would happen. And, you know, like we said with uh, at OSS, it luckily worked out great. It- <laughs> what you just tried? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Eric just tried something disgusting. And this so- Twix isn't that good. Oh, I love it. I didn't like the this Kit Kat. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so we would go to these stores, we do the consignment, we would set up our little displays in there, and it really helped us get out to the community out into different cities. Because at the time, uh, OSS was in Royal Oak. No, um, Detroit. Well, they were in Ferndale, they moved right. to Taylor. You're right. It was, and it was right on the edge. Mm-hmm. It was right, it was right. Yeah, like, Road. Mm-hmm. So... It had on all different kinds of community coming out there, people from the suburbs, people from the city, and it would have everyone come out, and it got everyone hip. You know, people start following us, people start tra- tra- uh, talking about people like, oh, my God, I see, like, rappers with this kind of stuff. And eventually it gets us to expose to a whole new crowd of people eventually messaging mm-hmm. us, like, I want these, I want that, can right. you get this? Before you know it, we have some of our favorite rappers hitting us up, messaging us, like, you know, let's do a meetup, you know, mm-hmm. let's strap them a package, vice versa. We're hitting up a bunch of people. Let's, you know, we'll drop you off a package. If you can put in your music video, we'd really appreciate it. Like, yeah. uh, a lot of people from the city, uh, if you know Babytron, that's something we like to work with early on. Um, Crispy Life. Crispy Life. Life. I'm, I'm hoping that video, a uh, music video that Babytron posted is still up, because all of our stuff's still in it. Uh, if it's not, I have a screen recording. Yeah, like, we, we got the screen recording. We'll post it up. And we got, we've worked with <laughs> some couple different people. And, and I have a picture of him at the hip hop lab with all of it. That's I have that one too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just great memories, bro. Because that's the thing. Great I, memories. You know, thinking back on it now, this is three, 
two, three was, years we ago. We were young. Young. We were young. Man. You were 22 and I was 18, 19. I might even have been 21 yeah, still. Yeah. Um, these people really gave us a chance. Because it was something no no one had heard of around the city yet. Not, no, not even around, around the city. It was barely popping around the country. Like, TikTok was barely a thing yet. It was? Yeah, no, yeah, but barely. But barely. barely. I was still yelling at people, like, if you have TikTok, oh, you're, you're weird, you're weird. No. I can't get you <laughs> off TikTok. <laughs> I'm stuck. I was the same way at first, though. I didn't. I didn't one was, bro. Every guy was like, "I'm not getting on there." Okay, but we're gonna go off on another tangent. It's about TikTok for ten minutes. Fuck TikTok. There's, like, I'm blessed for all the opportunities we got, but for every ten no's, there was definitely that one yes. Yeah. You know, and that's and the sad thing is, it was definitely from a lot of our own people that we know, or I could say that we thought we were like, you know, we were boys with, and that would help us out in the same position because at one point we would help them with that same thing. Yeah. And you know, and it kind of, you know, it's welcome to the real world. It's a, you know, this is just how it goes. Not everyone's your friend and not everyone's going to help you. Yeah. And it comes down to, it's just like, can you bounce back from it and, you know, do something with it? Can you make something work with it? And luckily we did. So, and that's what I'm going to say. Luckily we touched base on it and, uh, ended up getting an office. That's what I was going to say. So eventually we moved out of the, we went from the uh, garage, went to the basement. From the basement, got too, got way too big. Order started getting way too yeah. big. Wholesale started getting way too big. Because it was full, your basement was full. Right. So, so now we come back to our next. And event. we were running into the problem of we don't want to keep driving to meet people. No, it, exactly. Yes, that was the biggest thing. Is that it was really stressful of just driving all over the place, charging people delivery fees. So like, we had to figure out some kind of way. So luckily again, you know, my mom she owns an office, and at the time she's a. Uh, rarely really using her office at the time she wasn't really using it much because of covid so everything was virtual and online for appointments so she was like you know if you need an office i'll let you use it for a couple months bless this is gives us a chance to get on our feet figure out what we need what, what we can and what, what we can't do so we're not paying a bunch of money in rent every month and losing money and you know it doesn't work right right so you know <clears throat> which we did Think about renting. We looked at that place in Farmington. Yeah, we did. We, we looked at my, my in-laws. Yeah. yeah, we went to go look at, we looked at a whole storefront. We were ready to go dive into it, and that was 1600 a month. Could you imagine? Sorry to go off topic again, but could you imagine if we would have done that? So everything happens for a reason. That's what you, that's something I, my whole principle is based on in life, that everything happens for a reason. That nothing good or nothing bad happens for, you know, without having your reason. Right. So... Clearly, that just wasn't our time, and it wasn't our place, and we weren't ready for that. And God bless, because we would have drowned We would have, we would have been in some debt for sure, because we most definitely weren't ready for that. Yeah. And it just comes down to, you know, we told ourselves, you know, we have like a couple months to figure this out. We got to make it work. Let's fill this place up. Let's start getting on TikTok. Let's start getting on Instagram. Let's start having deals in here. Let's start having people pull up. And God bless, you know, we had a following come out. Eventually, we had to do more than that. You know, I don't. I don't know if you remember. Um, remember us doing our vendor events? One of a kind moments, bro. Because they, we have no idea what we're going into. We're not. We're not doing expos. We're not doing like major big events. Our first one that we did was just down in the city. We just did a small low key one down in the city at our boys pop up. Yes, seven mile. Yes. We brought security. We have we're on seven mile. mile in McNicholson. For people that don't know the area. It is a heavy populated gang territory. It is a green light district. The green light district means it's heavily monitored by police activity. 
and gang activity. We literally took security with us. Yes, we hired, hired private armed security to come without with us, and uh, needless to say, it was a great event. It was. It was so. I think that was one of our best events in the beginning. A hundred percent. And because I think we came there probably like a thousand dollars worth of stuff, maybe a little less. And I think we sold over half of it. And so it was a good feeling, you know, everyone popped out, you know, like my boy posted us, everyone was coming out. Oh, they got the exotics. They got the exotics. Come check them out. Come check yeah. them out. It was a good event, man. It was a great event. I'm thinking back and we had the best going off topic again. We had the Best food truck food ever. Bro, I think it was steak and lobster. It was it was hibachi. Hibachi. hibachi it yes. was hibachi. It was steak and shrimp. Mm-hmm. I, I said lobster. First bigger one me and you did together would have been Ferndale. Yeah, do you remember what the event was? Chris Smokes event. The Cartier, Cartier Christmas. Cartier Christmas. That event. was a banger event, bro. That's that's my favorite events that he puts on. Chris yeah. Smokes. I I give you a lot. You, Jake. Everyone else who contributes to those events, bro, round of applause to you guys. You guys do a banger event for those. I don't know. I love those events. Yeah, they're great events. Um, a lot of big turnout, too. A lot of people mm-hmm. show up. Um, a lot of distributors, a lot of wholesalers for shoes, clothing. Got, got our boy here with our exotic drinks. Bro, it's a one-stop shop, but for everything, like, exclusive and, like, rare. Like they, it's they, I'm assuming they probably have one coming up around Christmas time, right? I would, hope. I would hope so, yeah. If he's still okay. going to be doing the Cartier okay. Christmas, then I, I would think so. Um, my boy Jake, uh, the owner of Michigan Sneaker Exchange, he has the event coming up in November, I believe, at the uh, Kobo Center. He'd be doing that every couple of months. He's one of the big, er, it is the biggest event in Michigan. Other than SneakerCon, it is the biggest Michigan sneaker event. It wow. has the craziest turnout, probably. I don't, I don't know. I'd probably say over 1,500, over 2,000 people in attendance that come to it. We probably have over 60, 80 vendors there that come pop out, me being myself one of them. <clears throat> it's a great event. They do a great job with it. That's where we met GT. Yep, Alex with GT. That's where we met GT, bro. I yep. forgot about that. We also met... That's where we met Chris, too. Smokes, yep. Who else did we meet there? Met Chris, we met GT. I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. We were... Never mind. I'm not going to touch on that. Go ahead. <laughs> touch on it. What is it? The, the, the next Chris Smokes event at the Nordstrom. Oh. And like, oh. We were supposed to meet, but something had happened. All right. We ain't touching on that. We ain't touching on that. No, no, no. no. like a clip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting to see because Cartier Christmas was the first genuine event where we were like, we've seen such a big pop out like that because it was in the royal it's in the royal oak no it's in the royal oak farmer's market where's it it's yeah it's the royal oak farmer's market but it's in ferndale for whatever reason okay yeah it's in the royal oak farmer's market and probably had 500 people in attendance there come pop out in the winter and maybe even more and me and eric were sweating we were moving we had one table we have two then we only had one yeah we only had one table and uh Barely even had it filled. We had like a paper little sheet menu. Like we didn't have stuff priced. And then we just had like a little rack behind us with our drinks. And we got to work. We were telling people about us. We up two cars deep. Fusion and uh, Hyundai. Hyundai. My baby. Damn, we Bullshit ass. Not at all. No dolly. Nothing. Wait, wait. Do we have a dolly? 
Yeah, your bullshit ass one. With a broken wheel. Yeah, you fucking fold up. That, oh, okay, carries okay. Like, that shouldn't be carrying these cases, but it does somehow still. No, that didn't um, survive either. I threw it away. It oh, broke. Okay, okay. The wheel broke on me. Oh, wow. I'm not even kidding. I was carrying six cases. Going and going. Wheel pops all the... All the cases fall, I swear to God, bro. I was so... I'm thinking back about that. came out. A lot of people showed up to support that night. I had... I had my voice back come out. Ant came out. I had... I think... Jared came out. Jared came out. I'm trying to think. I had... Uh, Chase came out. I had... I think Luke came out and my other boys. I'm trying to remember who else came out. Marlon was there. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was out there, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's a good feeling, bro, seeing your people come out, come support you. That's the thing. Support doesn't cost anything. To come genuinely see your people and tell them you're doing a good job, I like your setup, and just for them to see your face at the event, it's more than enough. You don't have to put any money in their pocket. Just help them do their thing, support them, post a video, tell them to come check them out. It's more. It does more than enough. Right, right. And then and Eric are breaking them up. Like, you know, today I'm going to go check out these three stores. You're going to go check out these other three stores. We got to go do our collections. We got to restock them. Eventually, market starts slowing down a lot more, you know. Market's going a lot more unstable. Stimulus checks aren't coming in as big as they used to. People aren't spending money like they used to. So the market slows down. Money slows down. Market slows down. And at this time, you know, me and Eric, neither of us, well, no, you, you weren't working at Wild Bills anymore during, uh, after COVID. No. No. I was, uh, entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, me and you both. I was going to say, because I graduated and right as you were finishing up, right as COVID hit, you were um, jumping in with me. So we both just became entrepreneurs, and that's thing we had no other source of income, you know, other than like stocks, and like, that's not really stuff we wanted to touch, you know, stuff we wanted right. to leave for long term. Um, came down to a hard point of like, you know, we're putting in more money than we're getting out of it, so it comes down to the tough part of Alex. What do we do here? Do we want to close down? Do we want to keep doing this? Do we want to da 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 da? Yeah, I'll let you jump into this part a little bit. Yeah, so we kind of, we pondered with selling the business too. Mm-hmm. We met with some people to, to actually purchase the business. Um, and then ultimately, I was not, not happy with the evaluation. He was, he, this guy was fucking out here. Shark Tank prices, but that's, that's a funny story. We'll tell it on a different podcast. Alex trying to get six figures. They really wanted to give yeah, Alex. Alex was trying to get seven figures. Well, we're not even making six. Uh, they really um, wanted to give us a five-figure deal. Anyways. Anyways, so we met with some people that purchased the company. I, Alex was in school. I was focused on starting my career in the real estate industry, which I'm still in now, um, which is also like running a business on its own. 100%. It's 100% being your own boss. And I ultimately came to the decision at the end of the day, I felt Alex was putting a lot more time into the business um doing a lot more work on it yeah. at the end so we came to a mutual agreement say it came down to more, to more of like a mutual discussion of because yeah. it's it's not even that i was putting in more work it was just that i had a different vision in a sense for the company than you did you know you're it, it's it, there's it's very realistic because it's how how i was in the beginning that's what it kind of flip-flopped towards the end is because i was like i'm not putting money into shit that's we're not going to sell that's you you put the same point on me it's like why why am i going to keep putting money into this company if it's not going to keep growing like you know if anything we're losing money right now and so it, i have to respect eric's opinion because that's i'm not going to force him i'm not going to make weird you're going to jump into the sinking ship with me and we're going to go down together or whatever it's and i have to respect his opinion so you know eric what do you want to do 
buy me out, Alex. You know, that's that's the best thing that we can do so we can keep it simple. You can get all ownership of your company. You can do whatever the fuck you got to do. And I'm, I can get my pay, whatever I need, and we'll be happy along the ways. Okay, Eric, how do you want to structure this? Well, I mean, we both put in an equal amount of money all the way through. Mm-hmm. We both determined a lot of time to this. You know, this is how I evaluate it. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, I, I agree with what you're saying. Let's, let's plot on some numbers. Let's yeah. ponder. We'll shoot some numbers to each other back and forth. Yep, and, and then we'll, we eventually ended up coming with the number that we agreed on. Yeah, we came with a great agreement. And then the, that, That's on the... I don't know if I've ever told you, but I want, I want to tell you... Think, like, I'm very thankful for you that you gave me the grace period of paying you over time because, you know, a lot of people... That is, a lot of people don't... It was a what? Like a land contract. 100%. He paid me a lump sum of money up front and then a monthly payment Like a land contract deal in a way. He paid me a... Lump sum or more until I was paid off. And then a monthly payment of a set amount of money for six months. Or more until I was paid off. Or more, or more until... Well, the six-month period until I was paid off. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. And that's, you know, and that's what I'm very thankful for because like if I, if I would have had to pay you the full amount up front or even like half one month and half like another two months later, I'd have been in a tough position. Because that's the thing, like, you know, it's, it was a good amount of money to pay you out all at once, so it's, it was difficult to keep myself afloat. Yeah. I have to keep making money as I'm paying you out, keeping products coming, this, this, and that. Hey, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it gets to the point that's we jumped forward a little too much, but you know, eventually now I'm, I'm in my own office. You know, I'm I'm paying my own rent. I'm do, getting. You have two offices since. We'll we'll get to that. You know, we, we might went, have to do a two on this episode. We might office eventually bought Eric out, became the sole owner of Three One Three Exotic Drinks, and you know I put myself in the and then like Eric said, I was also in school, so you know I put myself in the position of. You're studying business administration, and you're administrating your own business. Mm-hmm. Let's take a chance here. You know, it's how much more can you like you know lose than you're earning right now. So I went and sat down with my counselor. I went and sat down with my like head advisor and everyone from like my college. And I was like, you know, I want to break it down to you. Right now, I'm a, a sophomore in college. I have nothing to lose. You know, my credits will be here forever. Right now, I own a business. The business makes me more than almost any job opening than you can offer me getting out of here. So, like, why am I going to take the risk of going in debt, wasting time, and potentially not even finding a job when I have something lined up that's growing? Not even It's not even, like, secured. It's growing. Okay, Alex, if that's how you feel, then you should go do your thing. Like, go give it a try. You won't, like, you, like Eric told me, like, I was, everyone's fucking told me. You won't know until you try. You so, called me about this. I did it because I was in a very tough predicament because... I was always pushed on my whole life that you need to go to school. It's very important that you need to go to school. You must go to school. You you can't go far without school. You can't go far without a degree. Like I was always told that in life. Like because like, everyone in my family has a college degree, ironically other than my parents because they're not from here. But Marsha has one. Kevin has one. Like you know everyone has a degree. And you know I'm t- in this tough position because I don't want to be like the disappointment in the sense. I don't want to be like you know the one who doesn't succeed. Mm-hmm. So I go along and I write myself a list. I tell myself that I'm going to put down 10 things that I have to succeed in by the end of the year. This was in 2022. That if I don't reach these things by the end of 2022 and going into 2023, Alex, you're taking your ass back to school. Out of that list, and I told myself, or not, I'm sorry, so there's 10 items on the list, and if I hit half of them, I didn't have to go back to school. Hit seven out of the 10 before the end of the year. Yeah. So I told myself, I was like, you got this. You really. amazing. It is, because it's like, it's. It's like, I keep trying to say, like, if you want it, you can get it. It's just all about you. Like, if you put in the drive and the passion, there's nothing else to stop you because you're your weakest enemy and you're your greatest strength. 
That's all it is. Because if you're going to keep telling yourself, I can't do it, I don't know how, that's all that's happened. My favorite quote is, your only limit is your mind. That's it. That's it. You're gonna, if you limit yourself to whatever weakness you want, that's it. Because your brain, your brain stops you, then that's what it is. And so, eventually, you know, I, I'm taking this chance, and I, I, it fucking worked out great. I started strictly doing only wholesale. I switched over strictly to all wholesale, and I started working with only stores. Eventually, I started working with 15 stores throughout Michigan. 15 stores turned into 25 stores in Michigan. 25 stores in Michigan turned into 40 stores throughout the Midwest. You know, I'm talking Indiana, Ohio, Chicago. Now I'm looking at over 150 stores throughout the country. You know, I deal with stores in California, New York, Florida, Arizona. Everywhere. You name it, I, I, have, I have someone there. You know, like that's something I'm about to start doing. I want to get like the big map and I want to start pinning all the places. You ever thought about sending American stuff to other countries? Yes. So that's what my distributor is trying to have me do now. Because, you know, I've that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that like, these items are not just so easily sourced where you're just going down to your local market and grabbing it, you know? I'm going to go grab these items, I'm grabbing them in, and I'm grabbing everything. Or it's not, I'm like, not like I'm grabbing all these items from the store. I'm having them directly shipped in, dealing with customs, making sure that everything is FDA approved, and it has to get here at a fashionably time. And if it's not for that, then it's all going to get seized. So that's now that I know how to deal with that, I definitely try to want to help my other plugs out a little bit more and try to ship stuff to them because it's so easily available for me. But I think we're going to have to talk about that a little bit more in a part two. I think we definitely need a part two. So I, I could go about this for, for a while. <laughs> There's a lot more I want to touch base on. but I, I think we do a part two, finish up the wrapping, wrapping up the story of how we started 313 Exotic. Yeah. And what's fucking next? Because it, it it all came back full circle. We're sitting here in front of cameras together. That's, so that's that's the beautiful beautiful thing about it. And you know that's 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 the thing I always want to tell people is that always keep your business and your friendship separate because that's the thing. Me and Eric were always friends. We were friends before the business, and I would have hated to lose a friend like him over some stupid business because that's the thing. We made it very clear to each other what we wanted, what we expected, <clears throat> and because of that. We were able to have the most smooth, easy transaction. To this day, where we can still look at each other in the face, but that's my guy right there. I mean, I'm, uh, you guys can't see this, but I'm sitting next to <laughs> snacks yeah. that's going to get One, shipped two. out to a Probably customer tomorrow. Yeah, it's about $10,000 worth of 40 cases of drinks and snacks yeah. that's going to get shipped out to a customer tomorrow. Yeah, it's about 40 cases of drinks, 40 cases of chips, uh, 30 cases of Skittles and gummies, and then about 20 cases of chocolate. So... Here at 313 Exotic Drinks, we definitely keep it stocked, and we're going to keep you stocked. But please make sure to come tune in for part two for the 313 Exotic, the 313 Exotic Drinks, how we met, and what's happening now. And we'll and see. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, We'll see you guys next time. Check out our next episode with our guest. Bada bang, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, pool.